TGIF Fridays. Come on down. Have some potato skins. No shade to TGIF Fridays, but that's it's the worst potato skins I've ever had. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, let me take it back. You know what? It pains me to say it because this is one of my favorite restaurants, but Montana's. Montana's Grill? It's such a funny restaurant. Montana's, it's so funny to me because it's kind of tacky. And it's one of those that nobody should have as one of their favorite restaurants. But it is to me because they do everything that I like. They do everything. They put the big pictures of the things on the menu. That's what I want to see. <laughs> That's how you can judge the quality of a restaurant. Is The bigger the pictures on the menu, the, the lower end of the restaurant you're at. Right? Like you go to a super fancy Italian. Everything's written in cursive. Some kind of special font. Right? There's very little details. It just says one word. It comes from a shell. Whatever. But you go to like a Montana's. Dude, they don't even have words. It's just numbers and a picture of a thing. And that's what I like. I don't want to read through. I want to open it up to the burger page. And I want to see one that has... uh onion rings on it. I want to see one that has cheese on it, bacon. And I want to point to that and go, I'll take that. I'll take it. And here's the other part. They deliver. The burger shows up at Montana's. You guys are like, did he get a Montana sponsorship? I wish. I wish. But when you order off the menu with that picture, it shows up. It looks like the picture. Cause we've all had experiences where you get catfished by a menu. You get catfished. The actual thing shows up. You're like, what the hell happened? But you know what? I actually remember watching a video years ago. There's actually a guy that takes pictures of food, which is interesting. I wonder if as a photographer, you settle for that or do you just figure out that's what you are good at? Or do you really grow up as a, like a, as a young man and go, I want, or young lady and go, you know what? I have a passion for photography, but people too complicated animals, too scary and birds. It's been done. You know what I want to take pictures of? French fries. <laughs> I want to go to school so I can learn how to take pictures of a burger. Oh, that's where it was. Supersize me. That's where it is. He shows how he like cuts the burger open. They splay it up so it looks a little bit bigger. Photoshop that burger. Anyway, very interesting stuff. And I don't even know why I'm talking about that. But shout out to Montana's. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. The worst this is the one thing, and I got to be honest, because it was the worst potato skins I ever had. You guys are like, am I listening to a podcast where this guy's talking about potato skins he had one time? Yep. Yep. And this is all I'm going to say about it. They were chalky. You know, that's the worst part of a potato. When you, like, microwave it and it becomes chalky. Ugh. Come on, man. That's gross. I don't like that texture. It'll make you barf. I'll make you barf there, bud. So, uh, but we're not here to talk about potato skins, are we? It's Friday. We're having too much fun for that. Big day, though. Oh, my God. You know what? I actually think we live in a simulation. There is no way. What's going on right now is what's going on. And follow-up to, I talked yesterday's episode about the whole GameStop thing that's happening. Reddit got into Wall Street. They got on the market. They started surging the prices of these stocks, screwing over all these Wall Street firms that have short positions on the stock. And again, we're not going to get too technical, but all it means is that as those stock prices go up, these hedge funds lose money. The billionaires that have invested in these hedge funds 
are losing money for every dollar that it goes up. Tons of money. I think one of them actually went bankrupt today. But then, <coughs> this is what I... Now today, today, the trading platforms ban people from buying. They ban people. For, they say you can only sell. So guess what? GameStop now started rallying off again. And now it's down 44%. So now... Anyone who bought in yesterday, and God, I was so tempted. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now, I never buy individual stocks. But when you see an opportunity like that, part of you goes. Part of your money demon on your shoulder goes, let's get in. Let's get in. This thing's ripping. And boy, am I happy I didn't. Because now it's down. Would have lost so much money. And what's interesting, though, is you can't ban people from buying a stock. It's literally illegal. As far as I know, from my two seconds of research on Google, it is illegal for these platforms to do it. They did it so that the hedge funds won't continue to lose money. But you're not allowed to do that. And so I don't know what's going to happen with all of this. Basically, it's a story as old as old as time. The common folk rallied up and they played by the rules and they all got together and they were able to boost the prices of these companies, these shares. And it's story as old as time. The rich started getting screwed over, and then they broke the rules. They broke the rules and somehow got away with it and covered their butts. I'm not one to sit around and, like, you know, get mad at rich people. I don't really care. But that is kind of amped up, right? That's kind of, you, you change the game. And there is something to be said about, it does feel like if you have enough money, you can just get away with stuff up to a point. Let's not, that's definitely true. Remember the one kid who was driving his car and I think he killed someone and he got off from, they, they called it affluenza. Remember that? There was a kid who I think he was drunk driving or something and he killed someone and he literally got off. No charges, no murder, nothing, no criminal record because his defense lawyer came up with this new strategy called affluenza. I mean, it's stupid, but it is brilliant on his lawyer's part to come up with this. And basically the concept was, Hey, Tyler or whatever his name was. They're like, this guy has grown up so privileged and so rich that he doesn't, he didn't know it was wrong. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? That was the whole defense. They said he didn't know it was wrong. So you can't charge him. And you know what? It worked. It worked. Oh my God. So that's a real thing. You can actually be so rich and so wealthy. Well, we started watching this new show about uh, these uh, the Chinese wealthy family that they said um, if the dynasty was still around, this one guy would have been like the emperor. That sucks for him, man. You, he could have been an emperor. Now, he's still super rich. And I believe he's a doctor. And that's prestigious. And that's a good profession, but it's tough to go to work every day as a doctor just thinking, I could have been an emperor, right? I could have been wearing robes, doing emperor stuff. I always picture an emperor has a robe and they like, they have fondue every day. I would. And there's something about emperor that seems like the most powerful because every different culture has their own version of the, the leader, right? The king. You got the czar in Russia, but the emperor, oh, he owns everything. 
So, I don't know. Sucks for that guy. That's weird. They're like, yeah, no more emperors. Who got to be the last one? Shout out to that guy. He got to be the last emperor. And then right as, he, as soon as he's done, they're like, nah, you're just a guy now. But the thing is, he's not... Dude, they're so... They're so rich. It's hard to even comprehend. Like, there's a level that when you're so rich, it just means that everything is just basically free. It just means that you could literally buy it. So nothing really costs anything anymore. Because you could buy anything. There's nothing that you could buy that you would go even makes an impact to anything. That's just free. Everything is just free at that point. And I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse. I think that's kind of a curse. It's fun. It'd be fun to just buy whatever you want, but then eventually it loses its meaning. Isn't that? This is like an Oprah Super Soul Sunday. It just loses its meaning. Yeah. So anyway, we live in a very, uh, we're living in, I mean, I, I feel like everyone who, ah, you hear my voice right there? I feel like everyone, everyone who's ever been alive must feel like they lived in the craziest time. Or maybe they don't. Maybe there's someone out there. Oh, God. I hope that when you die, you do get to meet other people from other time periods. I honestly hope that. I don't want to die and then I go up and, like, everyone is 2000s. Everyone's, like, you know, they got phones up there. Everyone's... T I, I hope you go up and every... Like, the diversity is the time periods. There's still people from the medieval times. No teeth. Lots of uh, slivers. They definitely had slivers. And you get to talk to them and figure out what it was really like. Because maybe they're like, oh, it's actually pretty normal. Yeah, medieval ages, pretty calm. You know, we would do like a couple of beheadings in the town square. We threw our uh, sewage waste in the street. But who doesn't? Who doesn't? We got to be living in the craziest time. We got a pandemic going on. We got all this stuff happening. Larry King died. That's terrible. And now we got the the stock market is going bananas. We don't know who we can trust. Insane. Where do we go from here? What is the rest of this year going to be? I mean, where I feel like, I don't know if you guys are like me at this point, where you're like, nothing even surprises you. You think about just collectively as people, in 2020, and I actually have a joke about this in uh, back when I used to be able to do stand-up in live scenarios about how, like, there was one year where Harambe died. Remember that? There was the gorilla at the zoo, and that was, like, the biggest news story. That's how little we had going on where we're like, oh, Harambe? We mourned Harambe for months. There was merchandise. There was memes. There was Harambe vid candlelight vigils. That's how little we had going. Now we were dealing with pandemics, fires, tornadoes, locusts. We got killer hornets. We got a stock market that's out of control. I feel like collectively as people, we're all going to be so much stronger after this. There's going to be nothing in the world. Like if they told me that there was a 200 foot fire coming, I wouldn't even, one, I wouldn't even be mad. And two, I wouldn't even not believe it. I wouldn't be like, that's impossible. Because I'd be, uh, Obviously, everything's possible. And if they, and then if they told me there's a 200-foot fire coming, but if you wear a mask, it won't burn you, again, I'd be like, I guess so. I guess so. And then if they came out later and they said, actually, not wearing a mask is better so that the fire doesn't burn you, I would go, okay. 
You just tell me what to do. You just tell me where I'm allowed to go, what's open, there's a fire, let's see it. If you told me that they found out the back half of the moon was actually a giant big screen and it was playing movies for the other planets, I would be like, mm, yeah, not surprised. Not surprised. It is weird that the moon, we don't get to see the back of it. Think about how creepy that is. We don't get to see the back. The moon doesn't spin. Riddle me that. You know, if the moon is even real, why doesn't it spin? Hmm? Explain that to me. And it doesn't, so with that backside, I mean, what kind of secrets are back there, huh? What kind of alien secrets are on the back of that moon that it's not going to show us? Kind of creepy, kind of sus to me. Moon's just always going to face us, huh? Just like that. This is where we're at now. We're talking about uh, potato skins. We're talking about the moon. We're talking about Harambe. I'm also talking about how cold it is. It is insane in Calgary today. Like we're in like these minus 25s, that type of thing. I forget how fast your hands get cold. I took the dog out for a walk. No gloves, no mitts, barely a jacket. Flip-flops. I lasted two minutes. And the same with the dog. My dog's foot froze. My foot froze. We're limping on the way back. I got to try and keep his paw warm. Why do we live up here? Guys, we got to get out. Why do we live up here? That's one of those things that, yeah, if you were an alien, you go like, why would people, and you like, imagine you're an alien, you go to like the, uh, the equator and you're like, oh, this is sick, right? You go to like the beaches of Florida. You're like, oh, this is beautiful. Then you fly up here to Canada. You go to like Northern Alberta. You're like, why are you here? Even, even Calgary in the winter, you'd be like, guys, go, go lower, go South. And we'd be like, no, we have to be here. This is where the dinosaur blood is. And you know what the real answer would be? If there was aliens that were like, why don't you just move somewhere warmer? You know what the real answer to them would be? It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. I know it's warmer, but it's honestly, it's better to just stick it out when it's minus 30 and you lose a finger than have to pack up your house and move shit. It is a pain in the ass. There's nothing worse. I would love to be the level of rich. Maybe I'll start a hedge fund. I would love to be the level of rich where when I'm done with a house, I can move and I don't have to move anything. Not even, I don't even mean I hire a moving company. I mean, I bring like my laptop, I bring my pillow, I bring my toothbrush and then everything else. I just go to the new house and I just buy completely new stuff. Maybe I need to be an emperor. That's what I like because the rest of us, the rest of us non-emperors, what do we got to do? We got to tote around all of our stuff all the time. Then you move, you got to run across the street with your barbecue, humiliating. It's not worth it. I wonder how many people just stay where they, where they are in a house forever just because they're like, it sucks in this house. It sucks in this climate, but I'm not packing shit up. It's fair enough, man. It's absolutely fair enough. But it's not as bad as those potato skins. See how I bring it all back? We're going to see what happens with this. Also, I didn't realize that The weekend is doing uh, the halftime show. Dude, shout out. That's a good old Canadian boy right there. Isn't he? I think he's Canadian. Let's see. 
the weekend. That's one. That's another one of those guys where, um, great name, great singing name. But how do you like? What about when he's going to his buddy's house? Does his buddy have to be like the weekend's coming over here? Hey, uh, the weekend. Do you want a beer? <laughs> what do you call him? Yo, week. No, he doesn't want to be called week. What do you call him? Hey, Mr. Weekends. <laughs> you want some snacks? How do you, what do you actually call someone like that? I don't know. But let's see. Okay, so he's Canadian. Oh, he's from Toronto. Look at that. Dude, this is what depresses me. I see this. I see the birthday. And I'm like, okay, he's a year older than me. God. I always picture in my head, I'm like, no, no, no. These guys are, oh, is he younger? No, no, he's older than me. I'm like, these guys are so much older than me. That's why they're so successful. No, this guy's a year older than me. Dude, he's only 30 years old? Damn, dude. The weekend put seven million of his own cash in the Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. That says all you need to know right there. Imagine having seven million of your own cash to just go, Yeah, I can spend that on my next performance. Shout out, man. And good for him for investing in himself too. I always think that's good. That's good. That he goes, uh, there's a few artists like that. There was another one I heard, I can't remember who it was, but they actually made oh, I think it was it was Gaga or something like that. They're like they don't even make money. I mean, I'm sure she does. It can't be her, but there was someone who doesn't even make money when they tour because they want they spent so much money on the effects and making sure it was good. And I'm like, that's really admirable. That's really admirable. And again, this is Super Soul Friday for Oprah, and we really believe in that type of stuff. But seven million of his own cash. Oh, damn, dude. The Weeknd says his three Grammy wins mean nothing to me after 2021. Snub. Yeah, that was a heated one, too. I'm like, I don't know what. Uh, I remember there's a lot of controversy with that. But it was hard for me to empathize in a weird way. Because, like, dude, you got three Grammys. Now, you might deserve another one. But do you know what, like, this tier, where I'm at with comedy, how many non-awards? <laughs> like, there's awards. Let's just put it this way. For, for the arts and for entertainment, all these awards that they give out, you really, when you get into entertainment, you you have these dreams of winning these. And then one of the realizations you make is that it has nothing to do with anything. Now, occasionally there is some, you know, something that's so good and it's, it's undeniably the winner. But when you, there's a lot of stuff where it's just political or it's like the right person for the agenda. And it's like, it really means nothing. It's not... It's not that it means nothing, but it's not the same as when you win the Stanley Cup. That's objective. That is completely objective. You did it. You played the games. You went the distance. It's undeniable that you won the cup. You can't dispute it. When you win a medal at the Olympics, you won it. It's not disputable. You win the 100 meters, you win. But when you win any award for art, it's a huge part of it is just it's subjective. And it's you don't even know like who's on the panel, whatever, all this stuff. So... That's my TED Talk on awards. Because you know what the real award is? Inside. It's how does it make you feel? And that's the key. Think about that. Have a good Friday, everyone. We're hopping into this weekend. I don't know where you guys are at, but in Calgary, I sure hope a Chinook comes through. A Chinook. Warm us up. And um, yeah, I hope you guys have a grand time. Let's get ready. Super Bowl is coming up. I got a recommendation for another show to watch tonight. Um... Let's see. I got another recommendation here. Free Solo with Alex Hanold. I'm going to check it out. Sounds scary. It's another climbing one. 
I don't know, the, that whole word free solo makes me feel like there might be even less equipment than the last one. So we'll check it out. Let you guys know. See you later. Bye-bye.